Otakuology Podcast with Otaku Mike Engine Graves. Hey guys, what's up? Jim here, back with another episode of the Otakuology Podcast. Some may say best podcast in the world, right? Some might say that. Some might say we're the tenacious D of podcasters. Right? And with me, as always, my heterosexual life partner. Otaku Mike. Otaku Mike. And with me, as always, is Jin motherfucking Graves. Oh my gosh. Don't tell people that. I don't think I need people's mothers. Why? Not their mothers. I don't think I need people being mad about me hooking up with their mothers. What's wrong with moms? Moms are awesome. I know that, but do you think people want to call me dad? Maybe. You never know. You made me think of something stupid. Well, that were, there was that one person that called me Daddy Grace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <coughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Anyways, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Delicious in Dungeon. We're continuing on our adventure through the dungeon that just keeps on giving. In the dungeon. Yeah, buddy. So, today, if you're tuning in, we're covering uh, episodes 5 and 6. We Yeah, we are. Um... So, <coughs> this one was actually, I feel like, a pretty fun one, this first episode. I have things to talk about this episode, but when we get into it, when our thoughts about it, I will, I'll, talk, I'll kind of talk about it more. Okay. Yeah. So, this one started out, um, there's an, another party that they're introducing us to. We're not exactly sure a lot about this other party, Um but we do, uh, we do know that the leader is named Cabra, right? Yeah, and he he seems like an Arabian Laos. To I me. would say that, yeah. To me, that's what I feel like. Um, Laos esque, yes. And so his party is at the the tavern eating. Um, they're planning on going down, and they end up hitting like the jackpot. Yeah, because they were fighting like zombies or something, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and they found like a treasure chest of money. Um, and everything was pretty hunky-dory until... Um, like, it, we... it just skips time, right? Yeah, it skips yeah. back to like Laos's party. And they come forward and uh, they find all these people... Um, they're all Marcel, dead. Yeah, they're all dead. Marcel all dead. Bla- blesses them so they won't be possessed. And there's all this gold and stuff around them. Right. And it's it's pretty weird, um, yeah. which I can't remember how he said it, but we finally do get the part of the living armor that comes out from Laos's sword, which is one of my favorite parts. Um. Chilchuck goes to touch one of these coins, and Laos' sword starts, like, freaking out. Oh, um, yeah, he, like, starts to warn Laos. Yeah. About, like, uh, the danger, some danger of some kind. So he decides that he's going to name him everything after this event. Uh, but in that whole thing, um, Chilchuck, I think, does kind of, like, nudge one of the coins. And we find he, out He picks that, it up. And then it activated? Yeah, he picks it up, and I think it activates. Okay, because I thought it was still on the floor the first I mean, time. It could have. I don't really remember off the top of my head. Okay. He, he does something with the coin. Yeah. Um, And so we have a few different things that are here. We have metal coins that look mm-hmm. like... Uh, or Yeah, metal coins that are actually like beetles. We have um, centipedes that look like pearls. Yeah, look like a string of pearls, and we have basically these other little like uh, bugs that are look like gems. Yeah, 
Uh, and then a few other ones that look like a crown and like a pendant and some other stuff like that. Um, these are all treasure bugs. When, and, can I just say when this when the bugs showed up? Yeah, it freaked me the fuck out. Like I was like I was like oh my god! Like just gave me the fucking heebie-jeebies. Like <laughs> like bad. I was like, Aah. oh my god! This is like the way they well, like, animated them and stuff. And we find out yeah. like later on, like these bugs killed the party that had them. Right. Yeah. Because they were like mixed in, or they were in like a jewelry box or a treasure chest. Right. Yeah. And it was weird because they didn't, they didn't, whenever they picked them up, they didn't instantly get activated. So, no, no. I mean, that was, that was kind of weird though. Um, on yeah. that part. Um, and they ended up like stunning them, I think. Right. They did. Yeah. Cause Marcel doesn't like bugs, which I, I really enjoy that about Marcel's character. She's pretty true on like, the scaredness of like everybody else in the world that doesn't like bugs. Like she's pretty true to herself. I, I have to agree as well. And I think as of right now, and like the way they've inter each character has interacted with the party. I really feel like I'm leaning towards like Marcel being my favorite character in the series so far. Yeah. Do you feel like Marcel is that way? Because y'all are so alike. I would say kind of. And I would say like she's very much like if an average person yeah. was like, I would say like in this world. Yeah. Like she does have like experience and, and like knowledge and stuff. But like if you if you took an average person and threw them in the, the dungeon, the listen dungeon world, I feel like that's how Marcel or that person would act. Yeah. In a well, sense. and see, I feel like Chillchuck. This is his first one where it was almost that breakthrough aha moment. Yeah, because you know he has kind of like gotten over that. Oh man, are we going to eat these? You know, and he's skeptical about eating stuff, but like not like eating it is like not an yeah. not a, a thing for him anymore. Because I did. He's he, like. They, Ugh. They did say, or Chilchuck did say at one point that he has actually eaten like the the coin bugs or something before, but they yes. didn't taste as good. They didn't taste as good because they were uh, raised in captivity. Yeah, and 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 she, since she is like, oh, well, they always taste better when they're in the dungeon, you know. <coughs> and the lower you go, the I better don't they know are. why I just did a like an eighties like Billy Batson voice because <laughs> it's kind of what since she sounds like, uh, you know, he's like, oh, I yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. You see, but you see what I'm saying, like how Chilchuck is getting away from like, yeah, him and Marcel were like almost the same character in the sense of like, oh my God, we're going to eat that. And now Chilchuck's just kind of skeptical. Like what's it going to taste like? And like, so since she starts to like sort out the bugs and they think that they're like, they're sorting out the good bugs versus like the bad bugs or something. Yeah. Like if they're poisonous or something to prepare. And I have to say this scene coming up is probably one of the funniest scenes in the the series so far yeah. where like he's like oh i got these like preparing them and like frying them up and stuff and which is really interesting to see like him like he makes like a a weird bug jelly burger to give to laos at one point which yeah. i was like i don't know about that but okay you know because i mean we people eat bugs in the real world so, but, you know, I, I it get does it. not look, doesn't even look like that. Doesn't yeah. even look like that. It looks like a multi-colored sloppy Joe. Yeah. Cause that looked like somebody almost took like a jelly filled donut. Yes. And threw gemstones into it. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, like, and, yeah. and the weird thing is I was waiting for like him eating it. I was imagining it almost to be like, uh, like rock candy. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. he's going to chew that and we're going to hear a crunch. And there was never a crunch. And I was no. like, that's and really weird. Like, what, we, is, what would that really be like? We get this point where, like, Sinchi 
he's like prepared all this stuff for them and whatnot. And he's like, oh yeah, you can get rid of that other stuff. We don't, we don't need those. And they're like, oh, why are they poisonous? And after they like, drop it over the ledge, like, he's like, oh no, you can't eat those. You'll break your teeth. And that's he's that's like, real treasure. It's real treasure. And they just drop <laughs> it over the edge of the like whatever floor they're on, and they're yeah. like, oh shit. Like, what did we just do? Why didn't you say that sooner? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Which was really, really funny, I have to say. Yeah. Like, that that scene, like, made me, like, laugh so hard. Because, like, right. since she, like, since she is very much, like, the the info dump character when it comes to, like, monsters and, like, lore and stuff like that, you know? And He is, yeah. And, like, he he said, oh, don't eat it. But he never said, like, you know, I guess maybe since she doesn't value that stuff as much as, say, like, the other characters would. Right, right. His value and his valuable stuff is more like the food that he gets to eat and prepare. Right. Yeah. Yeah. His is more like a farmer growing his own crops versus, like, being able to buy something more. Or like a hunter hunting a deer or something. Yeah. He he does really remind me almost as like kind of goblin slayer in a way. Uh, on that he has like really cheap tools and really cheap weapons and everything. Yeah. But like they're good, you know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. he, probably his best thing is his walk. Yeah. You know, like it's ancient dwarven metal, you know, so And we move on from here and we get the we find out that a lot of there's a lot of ghosts in this part of the uh the dungeon yes and uh like leos is like oh why don't you like um do you perform uh like a protection spell for us uh you know marcel <laughs> marcel and she's like oh i can't do that you know is it Fearin? what was her name yeah Farin. Farin. fair i said Fearin. Farin. Mm-hmm. Fair Fearin is the other manga <laughs> with the elf in it. Fearin, uh, or oh, Fairin, Fairin, yeah, Fairin. Um, is like, oh, she's the one who did that, and like, the, none of the spells she does are like simple. They're all like real, like high class, high level spells. Fallon? Fallon, yeah, Fallon. Okay, I was totally off base. Fallon. Well, I never really, we never really see her in the anime, so that's why I, I'm, I don't remember no, her name. You got to see her like the first like five seconds of her getting eaten by the red dragon. Yeah, yeah, that definitely, yeah. And which is really interesting to see, you know, like we like, get backstory. Like, we get backstory, and but like how different, like they expect Marcel to like just go into this role that Fallon was in. But she's not that kind of like mage. She's not as advanced. Yeah. She likes um, exploding magic. Like, well, like how Fallon was able to do that is because she was able to like know so much magic and all that. And for Marcel, she can't remember it as much. Yeah. And so that was. I love it that she that just relies probably. on like explosion. Like, that's her go to. Magical spell is explosion. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's really weird, too, like, getting that little snippet of how, like, we've been with Laos, you know, mm-hmm. for, at this point, just five episodes. Yeah. And seeing this little clip of how, like, Fallon is, and, like, between her and how Laos are, are, like, almost completely different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. It's really funny in that regards because I mean I wouldn't put them to be siblings at all. Yeah, you wouldn't really think of like they're siblings, I guess. I mean, they're so, but I mean, siblings are allowed to be different. Yeah, but I mean, they're like worlds apart. That's the other thing, though. But like, ghosts end up showing up, especially seeing like how caring she was whenever she's like, "I don't want to yeah. hurt the ghosts." Yeah, and the ghosts end up showing up, and they're like, "Oh well." We get like a flashback with like the the original crew, original party, and they're yeah. they're adventuring or whatever, and they find this this dead adventurer, 
and they're gonna like kill it because it's a zombie. And and, yeah. and, and uh, Fallon just like goes up and hugs it and like does a spell on it. You know, she's not really a violence type of person. No, and she just said, "Be at peace." Yeah, be at peace. And it it the ghost just left and. I think then they put a protection spell on the body and moved it over yeah. to the side for somebody to take it up. Which I thought that was a really cool scene. But yeah. Like seeing like the spirit just leave the body and stuff and like a very like um it wasn't like um like your normal well, you, you know what I really want to see? They keep talking about these people, the corpse collectors. Yeah. And I'm like, well, when are we going to see those people? Ooh, and how do they get around the dungeon? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe they come and clean it up and then, afterwards. And then the weird thing is, is, like, we've been traveling with Senshi so long, and knowing, like, how much Senshi does, like, he cleans up the bathrooms, he does all this other stuff. Yeah. You know, like, what exactly do the corpse collectors do, you know? Maybe like, they just clean up, like, the dead bodies, like, the monster dead bodies and stuff like that, you know? I have no idea. Yeah. But we, we end up seeing ghosts, ghosts come along and attack them. And I love this scene where they're like, they're all running for their lives and stuff. And I love this scene where they stop at like a stairwell. And they're like, and since she's like, oh, I'm going to make some holy water. And they're like, uh, what? So back up just a little bit. Okay. So this is also one of my favorite parts. Why they're running away. Uh-huh. And Laos is eating one of those oh the those burgers. Gym, those gym buns, yeah. Yeah. And drops it and then turns around and the ghost is like right there and starts freezing him. Yeah. Uh I mean it shows Laos's dedication for food because he was like yeah. he was like uh like Poppy from <laughs> Trolls. Yeah, uh, no troll left behind, but he's like, No buns left behind. But I also love the scene, like right in that scene. Where, like, uh, Laos is, like, getting froze. And then, like, Marcel shows, like, points her staff at the ghost right next to Laos's ear. And just a small little detail of, like, him, like, wincing and be like, ow, my ear. Like, almost like a gunshot went off. Yeah. You know, when she does a spell. Which is, I love that little detail. Like, a little detail like like that is really cool. Right. Yeah. But, like I and said, they- they're, they're running for them from the ghosts. They can't yeah. really f- defeat them because they don't have the proper magic to defeat them. Um, and then Senshi goes to make uh, holy water. Holy water. Holy yeah. water, yeah. And they're like, what? You're a cleric as well? Like, how can you be a cleric too? And he makes some holy water and he puts it in like a jar. And they're like, what are you doing? And he... <laughs> He ties it to like a rope and he starts swinging it around. And I love this little scene where he's swinging it around. It's very comical. He's like, ha, 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 ha. Like, it's not yeah. like a normal action scene. And he's like hitting the ghost and it's working because the ghosts end up passing through the jar and hitting the holy water. Right. Which I was like, oh, I never would have thought of that. That's really interesting to think about. Yeah. Well, and then him making it is, like, all just, like, these weird things, and you're like... Yeah. And as he's telling you, like, what he's putting in, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, wait, how's that gonna work? And then he starts sealing it up, because, you know, in every video game or anything with holy water, you always see people throw it on other stuff. So for him to seal it up and kind of use it almost like... A mace. Well, I I'm, I would even say what it reminded me of is like a, a chain part of a kunai. Yeah. Um, or like martial arts that use the big springy dart. I mean, that's kind of what oh, it yeah. seemed like, you know. Yeah. And it almost looked like he was dancing for a little while. Yeah, like, he was like swinging it over his head and stuff like that. And they're, like, they're like all shocked and like, oh my God, like it's working. Yeah. <laughs> I love the like end of this episode where it because the ghosts are passing through it it ends up like cooling the holy water and they make like a like a i don't i don't remember what it was called it's like ice cream they make they make sherbet sherbet yeah and so they all stop to eat ice cream (laughs) right i think they call it sorbet yeah sorbet that's what it was yeah yeah but it's it's just sherbet you know and they use part of the 
the gym bugs that they still had and all of it. And I mean, yeah. we get like this really pretty color of this yeah. sherbet. It, it reminds me of rainbow sherbet as a kid. Yeah. And that's kind of where the episode ends, you know? Um, but I have, I have a little nitpick with okay. the show at this point. So one, we start out with this whole new character, which I, I, I don't know if this character comes back later on or what, you the need a the, huh? You need a spoiler. Does he come back? Yeah, he comes back. Okay, he comes back. Cause my nitpick was this guy, uh, Kabu, whatever his name is. He's in the fucking intro to yeah. the show, and I was like, are they just throwing this character out there and like just not having him around? Like, like no, why I is mean, he in the intro? I mean, it's as awkward as you're thinking. Yes, like, it, like it, it, it's. It, it's not he's not important, obviously, but he's important enough to be in the fucking trailer. Like it threw me for a loop. Like, uh definitely. Yeah. I would say it threw me for a loop and it pulled the rug out from under me with like the tropes and stuff in this particular episode of you know, you know, having starting with some new characters and then the character died <coughs> and whatnot, you know. So that was my little that was my little nitpick. I was like, uh, I don't know, but apparently you are you you telling me he comes back? Yes. Yes. We'll see all those characters back, and then the flashback of the original party. Uh huh. We will see those other characters back as well. And I know he's going to be a character. Um, this other character that we see in the flashback, but he's also in the. Um, the the intro is the samurai guy. Yeah, and I'm like, can this guy be any more out of place? Like within the world of like a medieval fantasy setting, right. he's just right. so fucking out of place, right? Like I'm like, where the fuck did you come from? No, there there are some characters that I feel like are like that. Like you know they're. They came from a distant island or something like that, and they're they're in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, which, uh, I don't know why that's kind of a trope. Like, because like, if you think about like, um, is it wrong to pick up a girl in a dungeon? Uh-huh. Like, there's samurai type and ninja type people there too. Okay. You know. Um, one of our other favorites, you know, uh, Sh- Rising of the Shield Hero. Yeah, I was going to say Shield Hero. You know, there's ones like that in there as well. So, I mean, we get all these weird ones where it's like, all right, so uh, we're not just medieval anymore. We're not, like, just fantasy. We're also, like, Japanese fantasy. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's always just kind of weird that it's there. Which even it's, though it still throws me off that they're using chopsticks in a medieval medieval world. Right. Yeah, like it just throws me off altogether. And, and well, and I think that's one of the things that make kind of delicious and dungeon unique in that is that there's still that happy medium, but it's also like it's always there, even though we yeah, get yeah. a character that seems out of place, like the samurai guy. Yeah, no, totally, I get it, I get <laughs> it. But like that, that really threw me off. Was they introduced this new guy? Introduce him. And he dies within the first five minutes of the show. Yes. It never crossed my mind that he would get resurrected, I'm guessing. Oh, you were like, he's just down for the count. He's, he's just down for the count. He's just dead. Yeah. So. Whole party. Just just dead. Just dead. Which I was like, oh, oh, well played, anime. Well played. Like. You got some balls to just kill people off like that, you know? You're like, you got my hopes up. You, you got, got my you hopes got, up. You, you, you got my hopes up. You got me interested. Like, yeah. okay, anything's fair game now, you know? Right. So I will say those characters and the other characters from the original party of yeah. Lost, Um, that is one of my little gripes with the show is that they put so much value in them like they they do a lot, you know? And, um, especially like not only in that, but also Fallon Fallon, they put a lot of 
stuff on her as well. When like reading through the books, you know, it almost seems like those characters aren't really even that involved. Yeah, it's mostly so, like the core, like four. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's one of my kind of like little gripes with all of that is it just doesn't seem like those characters are very around very much. Yeah, yeah. And and so, like, even, like, with the opening of the show, like, we have the whole thing where it's Laos on one side and Fallon on the other. Yeah. And it's like, but she she's not even, like, that big of a character role in the manga, you know, it seems like. So, for them to kind of put emphasis on part of these other characters, that's probably my little gripe is because mm-hmm. I think the show does a good job of making it seem like they're around more. Yeah. Then they're but they're not, you know. Yeah, she's in the stomach of a dragon at this point. Right. Right. Yeah. But let's move on. Are we doing a rate this one? Rate this episode? Uh we're doing a wait. I mean we can wait, just do it overall. Okay, okay. So we're moving on, moving on. Uh the ghosts are defeated and whatnot. Yep. Our next one is called the Cork Cuisine. Yeah. Is our our little snippet. Is that what that's what it's called? Yeah. Okay. And so which which, this is something I'll give you a slight spoiler when we get into it. uh And you'll kind of go, Oh, okay. You know. Well, I have questions with this one as well. I figured as much. And this one because it goes back to that. I mean I mean we can get into it. Um so this one, they end up uh, going through the. I think they're on the same floor, right? As the say at the desert, in the dungeon, right? Um, I think they went down the stairs. Okay, okay. So, and they go into this room, and it's a very like big room. It's like a dining area, and nobody's been there for a while. And, and there's pictures f- everywhere. There's pictures everywhere, and one of the pictures is of this woman. And the picture comes to life, and we find out that they're living paintings. And Laos almost gets sucked into one. And he gets the fucking bright idea that he's going to jump into the pictures, eat all the food, and bring food out of the pictures. Because apparently, the living pictures have, um, like, isn't like a, a unlimited food supply, and like, isn't like a dimension? Is that what it is? Um, like a spot in time. Okay, okay, gotcha. So, like the first one, we jump through, and it's this baby is born, which I don't um, remember what the baby's name is. Um, like Delroy or Del yeah, Deldroy or something. I think like it's that. I think it's Delroy. Del Delgal. Is that what his name is? Maybe. I don't know. He he's the he's like the prince. Yeah, he's the the baby prince that is born on this day, and I think uh-huh. they're doing like his christening or something. Yeah. And Leos gets this whole thing. He's like, oh, "What this stuff going on? Uh, you know, I I just couldn't eat. Yeah, like like he's picky, you know." Um. And we get the king and the queen, and then there's this little like elf boy that's there too. It's a dark elf, right? Yeah, it's a dark elf. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, he comes back out and says, "Well, just the mood wasn't right to eat." So he yeah, goes into he, another one, which I have a point I like to put out because the next okay. one he jumps into, there's like a party, and it's like the party to uh, for the for the it's, case it's, for. The, the it's prince? the king's wedding. Okay, the king's wedding. Or the, the prince's wedding. The prince's That's wedding. That's what it is. Yeah. And before he jumps in, Chillchuck says, oh, this looks like a nice party. And look, there's somebody dancing naked over there. We never see anybody dancing naked at all. No, no we don't. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dang it, you know. And But we get to this point, and I love this little detail that studio trigger puts in the anime at the in this part in this episode is we when leos is walking around we see the rope follow him like the rope is still attached to him and like the yeah. rope like moves and stuff 
and reacts to layups, which I thought was really cool. Like well, around like the surroundings in the inside the painting. Yeah. Like I liked that a lot. I thought that was a really nice little little touch. But Leos right. is he's gonna grab all this food, and as he's doing it, the the king ends up getting the, poisoned and dies. Yeah, the, the king and the prince have a toast together and he yeah. gets poisoned. Yeah. He's poisoned, he dies, and Leos gets out of there. He's like, Oh, look at all this food I got. And he's like, What the hell? What's going on? You know, it's just gone. Just it's, gone. it's just gone. It's just gone. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to eat all the food in the next one. So he jumps in the next painting and he's like, oh, uh, it's he, the, the king's, the cor- prince's coronation, coronation yeah. into being the king. So I have a question. When he's yeah. at the table, is he sitting at the table in the same room that where they're located at this point? Oh, where they're at in the thing? Yeah. No. Cause, no, because no, if, if you go back to the last one, you know, the first picture and the, the last picture aren't really good details of that, except if you're, like, knowing that the light's coming in through the window. Uh-huh. Um, the second picture really lets us know that. It's actually old stuff that happened on the land above. Okay, okay. Because my next question was, is, are they in the abandoned castle? You know, yeah. Like, are, are um, they actually in the castle? No, they're just in a part of the dungeon. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, all that stuff actually, like, it, history-wise, is something that would have happened like years and years ahead of their time. Because okay. they talk uh, about like defeating like the Mad King and stuff. The Mad Mage. Mad Mage. Sorry, Mad Mage. Yes. Yeah. Which, um, which got me thinking, like, oh, is the Mad Mage like the prince? Uh, like I heard, right. I started having all these theories. Well, so we'll we'll come back to that. Okay, but I want to point out when he hops into this third one that this dark elf person actually does come up to it. Yeah, he he remembers him, remembers him from the previous paintings, and grabs a hold of him. Yeah, and it is going to try and use like f- like a fireball on him. Yeah, he's like he's like, what are you doing? Here, basically. <laughs> And Leos did eat his field. If for anybody yeah, that yeah, all in there like he's like, oh, give me more. And they're like, what? Really? You want more? And he like eats all yeah. these all this food and stuff. Which and then it ends up getting out of the painting. I think I yeah. think my theory I tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Is the dark elf stuck in the the, the painting? No. No? No. Okay, because he's in the intro too. No, uh, you kind of from stuff we've already talked about. You've kind of answered your own question. Okay. So, the dark elf is the. Huh. Huh. The huh. The huh. Yeah. I don't which, know what, that what is. we were, which you were just talking about. The Dark Elf is the... Oh, the Dark Elf is the Mad Mage? Yes. Okay, okay. Interesting. Uh, Which is why he's able to get into the pictures and get out and all this other stuff and why he was one of the only ones that noticed that Laos was in all three of them. Okay. Which goes into play later on that... Um, the Mad Mage is who controls all of the creatures in the dungeon and all this other stuff. And, and made the dungeon, obviously. Yeah, made the dungeon and is technically, quote-unquote, their key for Fatlet. Ah, spoilers. So. Uh, yeah. Well, when he showed up, like, I remembered him from the intro. and like, okay, he must be important. And he's not yeah. dead. You know, He's not dead like the the guy in the previous episode. Right. So he's got to come back. And he's got to like stick around and whatnot. Yeah. So we'll see him in more episodes coming up. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, so, you know, we'll particularly know more about him, I think, maybe in either the next one or when we record next for delicious and dungeon okay but for sure it'll be something after that okay gotcha gotcha 
So yeah, they they Leos has like no luck really. Cuz he comes out of the painting and he, I think he's still hungry, right? He so he comes out of the painting and his stomach is flat again. Yeah, because uh, he didn't you, really if you eat anything, if you do whatever, it actually just stays in the painting. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Right. Think about. He's like, "How can I have eaten all that food and come back out and still be hungry?" Yeah, and then we go. You want to know what it? You want to know what it really reminds me of? What? And you're gonna be like, "It's so stupid." It reminds me of the very hungry caterpillar. Oh, uh, I can see that. Yeah, like, oh, I ate. Oh no. Oh, I ate. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, but it's it's funny how it lined up too. Like how the three consecutive things had to go uh-huh. in order for this to happen. He went and didn't have an appetite, so we didn't know that the food would stay there. And then the next one, he gets the food, but then it stays there. So then we get the third one, and he goes, well, I'm going to eat it all, and it'll stay in my stomach. And then he leaves, and he comes back. So we've kind of gotten it all this time that whatever's in the painting, except for something that came from the outside, is going to stay there. Yeah. And so by the time we finally get to the end of him eating, and then like, oh, well, like living paintings are actually just bullshit. Like, why would you even, you know... His plan Why would did you not do work anything out. with him? No. His plan did not and, work out. And I thought it was funny that nobody else like tried it. Just Leos. Yeah. I, mean, I think nobody was crazy enough to try it. Well, that's true too. And the other thing that I question in that is why didn't Kinsuke uh, freak out at all? Oh, yeah. Did he, take, he, did he take it with him? Had to have. It was on his side the whole time. Uh, Okay, so so I mean that's a little bit of I feel like a misconception of like, you know, why wouldn't Kinsuki have done that? Unless maybe it was the presence of the Mad Mage and Kinsuki didn't felt safe around him. You know, yeah. I'm saying. Um, but we move on from here. Yes, and we do find a, a good resting place for the next thing, which. This is another one that we get more into a uh, story with Chilchuck, which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I enjoy the other episodes more whenever it focuses on like one character. I can, we, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that because then we get like their backstory, and then it comes back to like the regular thing, and we're like already up to date on all that. And then we kind of get to enjoy the story going on, and I think that's one of the things. Even like reading the manga. That delicious and dungeon does very well in going back and like telling previous stories and then moving forward with itself and doing all this other thing. I think it's one of the manga slash anime that does it very very well. I think it does do it pretty well in the anime. Yeah, I have to say because I mean some anime some manga don't translate well into anime. Sometimes I feel like, but this one right. seems to translate pretty well. Right. I would say, because I don't feel like bored or like, um, feel like it's like, it's a slog, you know, to get through these episodes. Well, and it's, and it's not fast, you know, like. No, but it seems fast. I feel like some shonen manga really, like, compared with their animes, seem like really fast, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, we're fighting this guy. Oh, well, I spent like three books reading that. And then they do it all in one episode. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, something like that. So, I got, like, I don't feel like this is a slog. And, um, <clears throat> and like, it, it seems to be like at a nice, like, brisk pace. Yes. Like, I'm not bored at all watching this, like, show. And I've watched each episode twice. Right. So I've watched it multiple, each episode multiple times so far for this podcast. I haven't been yeah. bored, you know. I'm I'm still surprised they haven't put out like a fake cookbook on any of this stuff. Bro, I, I bet there is a cookbook. The Delicious and Dungeon Cookbook. I bet there is a cookbook. <coughs> um, yeah, so moving forward, we get to like the next one. Um, and they find this room that they're going to sleep in. It's got some like used area slash like i guess an old kitchen thing yeah that's been used and run down um there's a room right beside it with a fountain in it for fresh water and then there's another room that when chill chuck goes to fill up his water thing his water skin 
that there is a box he's pretty sure is a mimic. He keeps telling us that that's what he thinks that it is. Yeah, yeah he, he thinks it's a mimic. He's like, Mim- the, the box should not be there. You know, yeah. or like, it should already be like, pick through kind of thing. You know? Right. Uh, and Chilchuck ends up leaving because I think the other characters, I think Marcel ends up like picking on Chilchuck. No, but, she's asleep. He has no, to wake like, her up. No, she's like picking on him. Like, picking on him, I think, at one point, and he like leaves. I think. Oh, when she was talking about the age, and he goes, "I'm just strictly here yeah. for business." She's like making fun of him and stuff. Yeah, and then he he's not ready for bed yet. So then they go to the he goes to the fountain next door. Yeah, and he does that, but they don't have anything left over like since she cooked or anything. And he sees another one of those little jewel bugs, yeah, uh, treasure bug, in the hallway, and it scurries off to uh, where the where the box is. Yeah, where the box is. The this third room, and he goes over there to um, to investigate, like you know, where where's the where's this bug going, you know, and he gets right. trapped in this room. He ends up setting off one of the traps. I like the little detail of he normally doesn't set off the traps because he's so light. Right, yeah. Because he's so light, yeah. yeah. Which I which I thought was which I thought was really cool. And, and like because you're like, oh, you don't think of that, you know, like him being like a halfling or whatever, and he doesn't really set off the traps. Um, but he does because I think his water like yeah, weighs the water him down. Skin. Yeah, what? The water skin? Yeah, the water the water he has make, like is weighing him down, and he ends up being right. He finds out that there's a mimic in the box, and the mimic looks like a giant lobster. There's I, so he goes to a, a, a like a little cupboard, yeah, and the cupboard is in a different area in the room, and he finds out that there's three spots that have, um have these press buttons and he knows there's one over by this box. Well, he climbs up on this cupboard and the cupboard ends up being the mimic. That's what it was. And the box that he thought was this mimic the whole time actually wasn't. It was a regular old empty box. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. And it was kind of a terrifying moment. I felt like for chill Chuck. Oh no shit. That mimics like almost his same size. Yeah. And and if anybody like needs to like know what this thing looks like, imagine a like giant blue, lobster, a blue fiddler crab, or yeah. uh, something like that, like your kid would have. Yeah, but the same size almost as one of your kids. I think it's interesting how he uses the traps in the room. So I really like how it's interesting compared to like D and D how the mimic is a crustacean lobster yeah. thing because in D and D a mimic is like this otherworldly supernatural creature. Is it like a shapeshifter? Yeah. It changes into stuff and then it can basically uh, grow a big mouth and eyes and Which, stuff out from different places. And then that's what I thought it was going to be. Right. And it wasn't. So I, 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 like mom, the, I was like, well, here we go again. Yeah, just throwing so, what I know out the window. I really like how they took liberties of that. Yeah, in saying like it's more of a hermit crab, you know. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed that liberty that they took with what a mimic was. Hmm. I love him like getting through this area by himself, using his wits and whatnot, and using the fact that you know, like with the spike traps and stuff, and. Flip like, the box. Yeah, flip the box and stuff like that. You know, that was really interesting to see, you know. So one thing with this that I'm still confused on though is he it was a poem that he recited uh-huh. that told him how to hit the buttons. And that's what confused me because I'm like, where did we get this poem from? I maybe it was on the wall. Um I think so. I think it was on there and he knew it from the coin. Maybe. Yeah, I don't really remember that too much. I just remember him trying to survive the mimic, and I was like, oh, man, is he actually going to make it out of this? Right. Well, and when it was chasing him down, he accidentally hit one. Yeah. 
and the thing came up and got him in the cheek. I was like, no, chill, Jack. Yeah, but he he ends up getting out. Yeah. He ends ends up getting out. Flipping it, and then the mimic ends up chasing him out of that room, and as it does, it hits the lever to close the thing, and it basically has the trap come down. It impales the mimic. Yeah, it... uh, I want to. I'd almost say it guillotined it, but probably. I think it just really just crushed it. So I don't know. And then they get food, <coughs> right? And they get who food. knew? Who knew that a mimic knew? crustacean guy? You could put him in a pot, blue as can fucking be, and boil him till he looks like a crab. Yeah, he looks like a big old lobster. So you know, and he and he's orange and red and all this little stuff. I'm like. And what world do colors change and that it means it like that? I love the scene where they're trying to eat the, the mimic. And Leos is like, oh, I can't get the meat out of here. Uh, he's like, oh, you got to break it. And he's like, I love this scene where Sinchi is like, hey, you chill truck, give me one of those pick things. Give me those and, tools. And give me one of those. Tools. He's like, what? No way. And he uses it to like pick out the meat from like from the mimic's leg. Like yeah. Chilchuck was like shocked and was like, "I can't believe he's doing this right now with my tools." Right. Like, oh my god, you know. And that's that's kind of where this this episode ends. You know, um, what did you think of this episode? Um, I really enjoyed this episode too. I don't. I don't think the picture episode really was, or that the picture part was Uh really that enjoyable Uh at the, at this point. Um, But I do feel like later on that it is something that was needed for us to kind of not go in blindly for like who the mad wizard was and some other stuff. Um, And we kind of got some past history on like how the idea for the dungeon kind of got started as well. It was almost like two different stories intertwined, you could say. It was. Yeah. It's technically it like, what, two chapters? Yeah, it was two chapters. Yeah, in one episode. So I, I think they did a fairly good job of intertwining it, you know? Yeah. Uh, which some can't even do that, you know? Um, right. I enjoyed it. I thought, <coughs> it, was, I thought it was fun. Yeah. And whatnot. Um, I liked Chill Chuck getting the um, the 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 main character treatment. I guess you could say, like the the rub. You know, him getting his own little episode. I thought that was fun. I mean, Chill Chuck. Chill Chuck's not like one of my favorite characters. Oh yeah. Like I kind of feel like he definitely plays second fiddle a lot yeah. so far. But I mean, I like this episode. I like to see what he can actually do by himself. He's competent. Yeah. <clears throat> a Marcel would say that. A Marcel would say that. Yeah, I said a, a Marcel. You know, because oh. you said that you're a Marcel. Um, but I really liked the story with the paintings. I thought that was a lot of fun, and it left me wanting more and learning about like the history of what happens. Cause obviously something happened there, you know, and whatnot. Yeah. Something right. happened before this. And I thought that was really interesting. And, and it kind of hooked me in a little bit because I mean, the only other point of this story is to save Leos's sister. Right. Well, that's it. We don't right. have much like questing wise. And, Defeating the the mad mage, you know, right. But getting backstory, I thought was really interesting. And well, that and, point, and we have gotten a little bit of that stuff already. Where uh, remember when we were at the part with the orcs, and they were talking about, you know, what would you do if you went into the dungeon and got um, won the, the prize or whatever? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we. We have talked about part of this stuff a little bit. But it's but not like in depth. Right. And um, it's not something like just watching this straight out that you'll just automatically know. Yeah. Um, you know, 
somebody could hear that and go, oh, you know, that's like another like side quest that they can do. And now knowing like it kind of is like part of the story with the Mad Maid. So, Mm -hmm. but Uh, rank ranking these, what would you rank them? I would say that the first episode being my favorite, I would probably give it a five out of five. Okay. Um, I, I really like the backstory we got out of all the characters. Um, I really like that we got the weird Sherbert thing. Um, while I really don't care for the introduction of the other party just yet, um, I think the stuff with the jewel bugs was really fun to do. Yeah. Um, so I would say a five for that one. And then this one is probably a four. I do agree with everything that you said. Um, but I would have to rate the first episode of four. And probably like the sec- the second episode of four as well. Like I did really, really enjoy them. Yeah. But I need more answers to everything. <sighs> like, You're like, and you can't tell me all the answers because I don't want you to ruin it for me. And whatnot. You know, I need this to continue. I need an actual story to start building up. I have right. to say. You know, it's cool that we're going on this adventure. We got all these little adventures in this too. Side quests, as one might say, you know, um, right, and whatnot. One might say it's almost all, like our uh, our got to read them all podcast stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. Who knows? You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I had fun with it, and I can't wait to watch more of it. Yeah. <coughs> well, well, stay yeah. tuned. Stay, stay tuned, tuned. You know, uh, you can watch this week's episode. You know, whenever Tomorrow. it comes out on Thursday. Yeah, which I feel like it's thrown this podcast off to begin to be honest, like oh, really? co- covering it. I mean, yeah, because I have to wait like uh, I have to like wait like wait a whole week. Yeah, you're like uh, some episodes I w- I watch three times in a row, and the, the other one I only watched twice to talk about it. You know, yeah, and I'll forget stuff. You know, and. Like if I, I feel like it's better to cover it two episodes at a time because we get through it faster. Um, but having it released like so slow, I'm like, oh my god! Like, come on! Like, let's right. go! Let's 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 not have it one episode. Let's do two episodes every week. You know? Right. I, mean, I don't know. That's just me personally. Yeah, I get part of that. <coughs> but yeah, um, but we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Hope you guys enjoyed right this particular podcast. Episode. Yep. So come back and listen to us, and we'll and tell you some more reviews about Delicious and Dungeon. Give us some feedback on app on Apple Podcasts or right. Spotify, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Stay safe out there. Hope you're enjoying the podcast and see you next Tuesday.